Hello and welcome to Journey Through the Decacast, a Kamen Rider retrospective through the lens of Decade, where I am Shin Garrett. I'm Evan. And I'm Chris. And Kuga. We watched Kuga this time. And oh boy. Stuff's happening. Kuga has gone places and we're not going back. Yeah, no, it's Kuga took a turn at the end of the last set of four and they've taken off the brakes. Yeah, it only took uh, 18 hours of television for stuff to start happening. <laughs> Episode 37. I feel like things have also been happening, and or if you knew what the Grungy subtitles were, you would have known more. Well, right, but like watching anyone watching the show for the first time wouldn't have known that. Yeah. And you said it wasn't on the DVDs or anything. An entirely fan-made effort to decode their language. It's great. Yeah, it's just, it's a pretty simple cipher looking into it. I was mostly joking, Garrett. <laughs> oh, well. Well, but this time we watched episodes 37 through 40? Yes, that's what yeah. we did. So... We're 10 episodes away from the end. Yes, after this we are 10 episodes away from the end. And then we get to watch two whole episodes of Decade. Wow. It's going to be a good time. And uh if you're interested you can you can you can look up what comes after Kuga. It's Kiva. Yeah, it's vampires. That's the vampire one, yeah. Yep. I already knew the answer. Cool. But we're not there for that. We're here for Kuga. Yep. So yeah, let's let's get into it and talk about the first episode called Approach. Yes. So this opens up with the Kuga doing the dramatic leap. At Batman and, uh, oh god, I forget what the acid woman I was gonna be called. I called her, if anything. Oh, uh, oh no. acid woman. I guess that works. What what animal is she even? I don't I know. I think it's a scorpion. Uh, did we call her Nails Lady last time? Because she's always I... looking at her nails. And she's got wolverine claws. There's a reason why she's looking at her nails, too, that we find out. Yes, we find that out much later. Uh, so Kuga jumps and starts batting on a uh, smacking bat guy with his staff, and then smacks Nail Woman. And uh, Nail Woman goes off camera while Kuga fights Batman. Yep. And then she disappears. And Batman punches out Kuga and goes after her. That's right. our intro. It's a. Uh, he says something, but we don't know what because it's in Garangi. Right. I and, okay. At the end of this set of episodes, Bat Guy will be dead, and I still don't really know what his motivation is. I... He wanted to he wanted to get strong so he could fight um and defeat the the, the thing the, the, the Davian the, guy the, the, the Daguva Daguva whatever Daguva is yeah, he, wanted he wanted to fight to, it he wanted to get swole and fight Daguva and win but then he just died instead. Okay. Yeah, but we're not there yet. That's that's a ways away, and it's it's right dramatic. Do, do they think that fighting each other will help them get swole? Because it doesn't seem to do that for anybody. I I think he I th I mean I'm just kind of snowballing here, but I think by defeating Daguva, you become Daguva, and yeah. So then you're the best. Yeah, it's that like being sense. the Highlander. There's only one of them. It, it, you have to get the number two headband before you can fight number one. <laughs> 
But anybody can fight number two. Exactly. So you come back from the intro, and uh, uh, Godai and Sagita are talking with Ichijo on the cop line. Yep. Basically, Godai's like, hey, so number tw- the number 20... 20- they were fighting, and I fought them, and it felt weird, but they got away. But something is weird. It, something feels like something bad's coming, you guys. Yeah, it's like, I was there, and they were infighting, but this infighting was different than the other infighting, and I feel like a disaster's coming. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, whatever like you if, say, if, buddy. If, if the uh, entire hints about the sun going dark haven't been an indication enough, things are happening. And apparently just everything's been off-kilter since Number Zero has been killing things off-screen in the couple previous episodes. Yeah. And uh, Rose Lady's holding, like, a weird um, thingy again. I couldn't quite tell what it was. I think it's... Yeah, so we cut to uh, a factory, abandoned factory, I'd imagine, where some guy and Rose Woman are having a little chat talking about Guma who I think is the Batman. Yep, that's the name of Batman. And I think, I think what the guy is holding, they talk later about Daguva wanting them back. Right, the little, like, golden, they look it like was, claw shards to yeah, me. Yeah, it was, it was whatever uh, Batman shoved into himself to give him the power up. Right, gotcha. yeah, he shoved one of these into his crutch. It's, it's shards similar to those. Okay, clearly it was more his stomach, because it shows him clenching his stomach later on. Well, just ruin my fun if you want, Garrett. That's fine. Uh, your fun has been ruined. Okay. I, I'm i going with the idea that it's settled into the same place as his body as the uh, Amadam is in Godai's. That would make sense. I think the Amadam is basically is either is either a form of those golden nails or is basically an equivalent. I can I can buy with that. I'll go with that. I don't know, because we're not there yet, but we'll see. And it cuts to Sakurako looking at the stuff recovered from uh, the Nagano ruins. Yep. Yeah, she's looking at the real things using some science ass shit. Science! Using infrared lighting and special high-tech glasses. Yeah, I think they say it's infrared or something. Yeah, they're infrared. It, it's used to find out how how horny uh, the Kuko logo is. Yeah, because it looks like that when she doesn't have the glasses on and she isn't looking through infrared, the Kuko logo has two horns, and then when she's looking in the infrared, it has four. Right. There were two that were, like, rubbed off. I don't know why, Be- but it's, Because yeah. it's ancient ruins. I guess that makes sense. And plot convenience. Let me go to our... I just thought thought that was pretty plausible. I mean, like, ancient writings get destroyed. You have to reconstruct them. Yeah. They do... They use use stuff like that, like uh, computer mapping for figuring out what old texts used to say. I'm sure. It's just very weird that back in 2000 and how weird it looks and stuff. Yeah. That's a bit interesting. It's super science or whatever. Yeah, it's super, super magic science. Let me go back to our other researcher, Anakita, who is working on, I think, she's working on, like, later in the, uh, I think it's episode 39 or 40, she brings over this giant report about Kuga. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think she's working on compiling it right now. Yeah. The, on the screen, it shows, like, some chemical research stuff. Yeah. But John shows up. With a CD. Oh, my God. CDs, he's guys. Like, yeah. He's like, here, I compiled some data on Gorum. And I was like, where's the USB? Oh. <laughs> he pulls out the CD. Oh, man. I'd forgotten. I was just wondering, like, is is John that kind of scientist? Uh, he's translation work. Yeah, I thought he was, like, a linguistic scientist, not a physical science type person. I don't know. I well, mean, you see, the Gorm is just made up of words. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it works. The Enokita is kind of... They have their weird, awkward interaction... And Anakin is like, oh, I'm, uh, the, the tea. I have to make tea. Yes. <laughs> right, right. Still unsure if they dated off screen or not. I don't know. So she goes and make tea and John looks forlornly at the paper crafts book that is still sitting in this office ever since he brought it to her. You know, at least it moves locations. A little bit. A little uh, bit. And then as soon as Jean tries to bring it up, actually, Enokita gets a call from Ichijo and he's like, hey. Uh, we we need to make a counter acid to this acid, and she's like, "Oh, I'll get I'll get right on that." It's nuts. There's a lot of hey, we're having an important conversation, and right before the big po- the big point of the conversation comes up, we get interrupted and have to go somewhere else. That happens a lot in these four episodes. Things are just happening. There's so much going on. It is. It's nuts. There's no time for personal drama anymore. We're being attacked by deadly monsters, and we have to go and run. To Shinjuku, and investigate this new uh, killing method. Yep. I I didn't notice this originally, but on a subsequent like zip through, there is a guy, one of the poli- like one of the forensics officers. He spends this entire scene in the back patting the car for like fingerprints on the door. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's dusting the fur fingerprints the entire time. Yeah, this entire scene on that same door, he's just there like, bat, 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 bat. He's being very thorough in his job. Leave him alone. He is. It's just silly to me. It's an Ace Attorney. It's an Ace Attorney crossover. He's just sitting there. You guys to check every single spot for fingerprints. He's not going to go away until you talk to him and select the right choices. Pretty much. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to progress. <laughs> Ichijo shows up, and everyone is like, "Oh, hey, Ichijo's back! Cool, this is great. It feels neat that Ichijo's back." And I'm a little confused. Like, wait, what? I I was also like, wait, did Ichijo go somewhere? Yeah, does was he gone for an extended period of time? Or it, it, it uh, now I'm thinking about it. It might uh, yeah, have been. Yeah, he was that... away doing the. He was like convincing people to yeah, like, Kuga do stuff. Was... He oh. only kind of showed up to deliver the beat, or yeah, the beat chaser. Right, right, yeah. He went to talk to the yeah. higher ups. So yeah, that, no, that makes sense now that thinking about it. But uh, they are talking about the fact that we can't, we don't, we we're not sure of how like she's deciding her victims yet. But hey, we'll we're try it now that Ichijo's back. We're gonna get this great. Yeah, we see our nail woman. Looking at her yellow nail before getting into a yellow cab. Hey, did you guess? Did did you guess the theme? I I didn't. I didn't because it is again 
pretty stupid. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty subtle. It's like I didn't think about it. Like looking back on it, it's like, oh yeah, she's, it's really obvious what she's doing. That she's basically the nail woman has each of her nails on her hands painted a different color, and she's killing people like in order of the color on her nails in colored boxes. Right. Yeah. It, there's a really uh, okay. I forget if it's in this episode or the next one. There's a really funny scene where. Where Godai is talking with one of the cops, and he's like, okay, elevators, cars, what do they have in common? And I'm like, they're forms of transportation. He says they're boxes! They're moving boxes that have people in them! I'm like, I think it was Sakurai okay. that was that was with him, and it, like, what do they all have in common? And Sakurai gives him this look of, what? <laughs> it's We're not there yet. We'll go over it again when we get there, but it's real good. <laughs> it's it's something, it's a, all right. It's a very silly conversation. Right. <gasps> but, uh, so, when we come back from the nail woman, me- menacingly sitting in this taxi, er, we're talking again about, um, or Sakurai is talking to Ichijo and Godai about, okay, so we're not sure what she's doing. Her movement's really irregular, but she's always popping up somewhere where taxis gather. There's no real similarities between names or their ages or cab numbers or anything just cab drivers right so we're we're gonna we're gonna tell the cabs to kind of stop and do more patrols at tax taxi stations i mean pretty solid plan yeah it's from the information they have it's the best they can do and godai is explaining that he doesn't want to when they're fighting, he's not. He's going to try to not use the red golden power because it's too strong. Yeah, it blows it, up things too good. It blows yeah. shit up. And they need to make sure to lure number forty-three to an area where they have the room for that blow up. Right. Well, especially because they suspect that that she's going to blow up in acid. Yes, right. which is it doesn't come up just yet, but is the big part of it of why she needs to be somewhere else. Yeah, and they don't want to cover Tokyo in explosive acid. Yeah, right. that'd not be great. Yeah. So we go back to Anakita, who's going over the data she got on Gorum from John, and she's really surprised about it. It's like, wow, the Linto hated fighting and they created something like this? I don't think they created Gorum. Um, I think every bit of fighting thing is Gorongi in nature. Maybe. Uh, but, like, the Linto are clearly human, so, like, that clearly didn't well, pass. Yes, they're clearly human, but the Rose Woman is making a, is making even more a statement now of, like, the Linto are different now. These You cannot assume that they're going to act the same way they used to. Possibly. She's, I, don't know they're, if they're, I don't know if the difference is so big as, as the other Linto didn't try to kill. Well, it's, remember, wait, remember, this, remember the scene with Ichijo and the Rose Woman that happens later. And her reaction to what he does. We'll, not we'll talk up, about right? that shot. Yeah, we'll get there when we get there. Right now we gotta go back to Anakita and John. I do have a theory along those lines when we're when we're uh, a little bit further into this. Yeah. Okay, yes, she's looking over Gorham. And da, 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 da. But uh, John is about to ask about Sairuru and Akita's kid. And then Ichijo calls on the phone. This is the second time this has happened of an important conversation. Yep. And she's like, gotta go get this acid, sorry. And Jean's just like, I'll I'll wait. I'll be around. Saved by the bell. Yeah. So she runs off, Jean stares there. 
And all the other cops, uh, got cops, Godai and Ichijo all get on their cars, get a call from Sasayama that's like, hey, there's been another taxi that's been attacked. Yeah, there's more murder to check into. And then we get to see the most, like, normally clothed Grungi in the entire series. We right. get We get Businesswoman, Axel Rose, and Mr. Imperial. I went with Hot Librarian, but Businesswoman also makes sense. Oh, wait, sense. no. I, I shouldn't say Axel Rose. It, he doesn't look like... Who's... Fuck, what's the name of the singer for Aerosmith? Mm, is that Mick Jagger? No, Mick Jagger was the Rolling Stones. Oh, right. I got it mixed up. Um... I don't remember. Oh, well, it's not that important. Okay. It's, it's, he's fucking yeah. Aerosmith. To me, they were Bandana Guy, Hippolyte Guy, and Nerd Lady. Yeah. Imperial. They're silly. They're they're apparently the... Uh, they're the top-level Garangi that are now fighting. They're, or they're the, the go new of, of the go. Yes. <laughs> they're double go. <laughs> and they, they start talking about these... They've, they, they're name-dropping different names... They're dropping Zoo and Guma and Daguva. And Guma is our Batman. Daguva is Maybe number some, zero question maybe mark. Maybe number zero. And I I'm not sure what Zoo is who Zoo is. Or, Zoo, it, or maybe I think Zoo it's just is a uh, level. Zoo is like yeah. one of the ranking things. I think um Guma's like first prefix is Zoo. I think he's Zoo Guma something. Okay. It, it might be the lower if I'm remembering correctly, it might be a lower level. Lower or the zoo might be the rule keepers. Oh, like Abacus guy? Yeah. Mm. But uh they all have a little conversation before it cuts to Batman, who is now he's, he's so walking buff. in it it is making a point to show, hey, he's out in the bright sunlight, he's sweating like a pig, and it's really super bright and hot out, but he's fine. Look at this guy. He's so angry, he's going he's ranting about Daguva in Garangi language. And Baruba. <laughs> and he's looking he's he's giving the crazy eyes. The the way they shoot it, you can tell that like he can be in the sunlight now, but it's clearly not like pleasant for him. Because they yeah. always make it incredibly washed out and bright, and he's always sweating intensely. <laughs> he's, he's a fucking... He is so sweaty. <laughs> All the time. That's part of his power now? I get, he, he's, he has gained the powers of moist. Yeah, okay, it's the, so when you're grappling, like, you slip off. This is a weird tangent, but did either of you see the Warcraft movie? Yes, I have, actually. No. Me and Rachel had a, a joke when we were watching it the entire time that the main the main human lead, his primary personality trait is sweatiness. <laughs> That's he's fair. Just, he's so moist for the entire movie. And, like, yeah. this was reminding me of that a lot. So, like, I, I didn't that. hate that movie? I didn't either. I thought it was okay. I mean, I like WoW lore. Uh, my, WoW lore my... is really silly, but... It is very silly, that's true. I haven't seen it, but my impression of it from what I'd heard is, it's a perfectly fine movie, it's not a great Warcraft movie. I think it's kind of the other way around. Like, I think it was more only enjoyable if you were really into Warcraft lore, and I'd assume it was incredibly boring for everybody else. Oh. Interesting. It I also mean, just has the problem of they make mages look way too cool. <laughs> well, that's kind of always what are talking problem. about? It mages are awesome. Thing. Mages are the best. They kind of are. Yep. Yeah. Especially for so, Dragon Age. Yeah, no kidding. 
okay, so after Batman, we go to Pole Pole. We do. And Mika, Mika has, wrote a letter. Yes, Mika has written a letter, a very kind of standard form. Hey, it's autumn. It's great. There's a lot of delicious food. It seems it's standard form letters you'd send out on holidays. She sent a pleasant postcard. Yeah, it was nice. Kuka is like, I will make sure you don't for- fucking forget about these side characters. We will bring them back forever and ever. She is in yeah, Nagano, which they keep mentioning as the place where the Garonki keep going. So you Yeah, know. it's the important area. Mm-hmm. I do like that Mika, call- Mika named them uh, in the letter. It's uh, Nana... Or what is it? Okay, so she calls them Mr. Godai, Miss Nana, and Mr. Pops. Mr. Owner Pops doesn't get a name. Really He's just Mr. Pops. Mr. Pops. I would have called him Mr. Uncle. Like that guy from the character from Johnny Bravo. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, she ends up asking him to come, and they're like, oh, Nagano. We've never been to Nagano. That's the, that's the weird place, right? And owner's like, hey... I re- Speaking of Nagano, I went on my first adventure when I was 18. I guess implying that he went to Nagano. Yeah, and he talks about I, some some actor person, I guess, and no one gets it, and then he feels old. Elaine yeah, he's like, oh, there was... Yeah, who I certainly didn't know who they were until I checked Wikipedia and they acted in French films in the 60s. Yeah, so now <laughs> we can all feel old like Uncle. Yeah, he does a very good stun of "Oh God, you've shot me! I'm falling out of this chair." It, it is really funny. It's a very, it's a very good joke. <laughs> That's how I feel about life now. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, he's talking about the Japanese guy who dubbed this French actor's uh, characters, and nobody knows what he's talking about. It's very fun. That is just like such an extended level of like niche <laughs> knowledge. Yeah. It's, mm, I uh, it's ridiculous. I assume that French films had relative popularity in Japan in the, that period. Didn't have to. I uh, They referenced Breathless in like one of the episodes of Ghost in the Shell. It's like a, a noir French film from that period, I think. Yeah, but Ghost in the Shell. Right. Well, we'll see. So, next we go to the Toshim Award, where they're still at the Crimes Earth. Sakurai, Godai, and Ichijo are still at the crime scene. So Mr. Sakurai runs off so Godai and Ichijo can have a personal conversation. Right. And uh, they basically agree that since murders are happening in Tokyo again, B1, the Rose Lady, is probably back. And we still don't know what the fuck's going on. Uh, We don't know why number three was flying around. We don't know why people are dying. Why they started using weapon? It's basically explaining all the things that have happened. Things have been happening, un- and they we they don't make sense. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Make theory of hey, maybe maybe something in Nagano happens that causes a transformation. Uh, yeah, and then they what's Sakurako doing? Horns. She's she's studying horns and language. Horns. Oh, hey, by the way, that Kuga symbol isn't a Linto thing and might be a Garangi character. And Godai is like, wh- huh? And a way to just take the wind out of Godai's sail. <laughs> yeah. It's. And telling him he has. It had four horns. And we learned later that the. When Godai had killed the porcupine man, when we had seen the vision of Black Kuga with four horns, Godai had also seen that. Yeah. Right. I think it shows that, yeah, it shows that later on. 
He's a Kuga's get, or Godai's getting a big shook, getting a big shook right now. Right. I don't I actually don't understand how Oh, the middle the middle horn doesn't count. I understand now. Yeah. So I was this, yeah, I was wondering about that. I was like, wait, isn't there five? So also, um it took me forty episodes to realize the Kuga symbol is also just the same as his like face helmet thing. Oh oh really? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I this is like I just the first now time got that. This is like the first time I'm ever faster on the uptake than Garrett. He usually gets stuff like that before me. And I'm just like, oh, I get this now. You've killed me. It, what, did you all just all know this the whole time and just I, didn't tell me? I thought it was so I, obvious it wasn't yeah, worth mentioning. I was like, oh, hey, it's his mask. I didn't even think about it. Oh, man. I'm, I'm done. I'm just going to excuse myself from the remainder of this. <laughs> no, it's, so, it's okay. It's okay. This, welcome to Journey Through the Decacast, a podcast that we only have two writers left because the first one died in the first <laughs> series. I, I'm dead until I come back even more powerful is, than before. Is, uh, Garrett Revive? Garrett Revive. <laughs> 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 All right. So we go back to Sakurako. Who's doing more studying at Shinano University? I figured of nothing, the, big o- guys. the big old tablets. Of the what? Nothing. Never mind. <laughs> <sighs> big old tablets, and she's reading off the. Oh, hey! When the sun goes down, the the, the black sun and the evil. So is like the thunder and the sun thing. Is that like referencing the beginning where the thunder happened that brought the Grungi back? Maybe. Maybe. Because that's what I thought it was. That'd be interesting. For it to be as literal as that. Like, you know, prophecies are sometimes exceedingly literal. That's true. And then they find more murder. A shit ton of more murder. Yeah. It's like, the, not not much goes on in these Sakurako scenes of her just kind of staring at the words again. Not much. But yes, then yeah. we find more murder in Fukushima, where a bunch of cops are pulling up to this closed, like, small warehouse and they're getting out of their cars going man this man this stinks this is a terrible smell hey let's open that oh my god yeah and we <laughs> we just see some blood on the ground as everyone's recoiling and going oh yeah it, it's so gory we don't even get to see it yeah right we, we just get to see japanese men looking upset and surprised yep and then and then scarf guy throws some fucking shade Yes, because uh, Nail Woman has is basically sitting and waiting for a cab, but because the cabs have been warned, no cabs are coming. And Scarf Guy comes up is like, yo, Linto aren't dumb. <laughs> you need to stop giving them hints. If you keep killing them in one way, they're going to stop doing that thing. <laughs> She's just like, no, shut up, I can do it other ways. She's... She's very childish in a way I enjoy. It's kind of great. Yeah, yeah kind of. Like, she she pouts the most, like, has an angry pout. That's true. And she's a monster, but things happen and she's like, Man, I gotta go do it the other way. It's bullshit. <laughs> and it's like, ah, you silly. Just kind of want to poke fun at her. Meanwhile, it took two hours to transport this acid, because it's fucking acid. Super dangerous, high-concentrate acid. And Jean's still and there. Pro- 
And yeah. he's like, I'm going to tell you how to fucking parent, whether you will listen to me or not. <laughs> and then he kind of just leaves. Yeah. Yeah, Jonna's really wants uh, her kid to know his mom, I get No, yeah. Know his mom, I guess, so... I don't know why he's so deeply invested in that, but okay. Like we're we're bound to get a resolution to that, right? Like I I hope so. I hope there's a reason to it other than just he has a thing for her and thinks she should be a good mom cuz that would be yeah. disappointing and lame. I I just want to know cuz like it's really consistent and keeps coming back. I want to I want it to mean it, something. It, it they kind of just introduced it and it started happening and it didn't feel like there was a base for it. And now ha- enough has happened, and I'm like, okay, and yet, no, fine, I want the end now, please. That's very weird. Yeah. Oh, but then, after we get en- a shot of Enokita looking worried alone in the room, we go to Ichijo and Godai, who are having a chat about, like, man... Games are hard. Why did she stop? Do you think she'll stop? No, she won't just stop. What are these fucking... This, what are the rules? <laughs> what are the rules of this game? How do games I really, work? I really do like their... This game is dumb and complicated, and I don't like it. <gasps> yeah, it's effectively that. But they get a break by... Oh, hey! We, we're detecting number three's ultrasonic waves again. Cool. Yeah. Let's go get them. Meanwhile, number three is fucking attacking Rosewoman... Right, yeah, the scene, she, she walks down a set of stairs, and then, uh, yeah, number three, like, s- jump slashes her across the cheek, and I'm just like, oh, shit. Oh, no. She's gonna go nuts on him. And but, then she uh, doesn't. Then she doesn't, actually. She just doesn't react at all. I mean, the, the wound heals almost immediately, on, the wound that's on her face heals almost immediately, and she's just kind of, she's not reacting to him in any way. Right. She's just kind of staring at him like, eh, really? This You're still doing work. this? Yeah, it's, it's very kind of, uh, she seems, all, like, how she acts towards him almost seems like the the mother that has the child that's throwing a tantrum, <laughs> and she knows that the child can't actually do anything, this so is she's just kind of- doing his extremely goofy faces, too. Yeah, very much. He does have goofy faces. <laughs> They're very, very silly. So he walks up to her and tries to backhand her. But he gets his arm grabbed by Mr. Rhinoceros Beetle. Yeah, strong guy. Strong strong man. Strong bad. <laughs> strong bad man. <laughs> it's not strong bad. It's just oh, a strong bad. I kick him into chest and he go flying. Man, I haven't watched Strong Bad in your river. They fight for a bit. Kuga shows up, and Kuga's like, I'm not going to get in this. Yeah, because Batman is getting his face kicked in. Yeah. Rhino Beetle guy seems to just kick ass. Yeah, he's, like, not even trying that hard. It's great. Like, bad guy will fight him, and he'll just be like, I'm just going to deflect your strikes, and I'm going to kick you in the chest, and I'm going to punch you. Just, you stop. Why are you running away? I'm going to slowly walk after you. Get back here. Yeah. So then... <laughs> it's great. Well, that's... So then the last part of this episode is this fucking shot, which we gotta talk about. Because I swear this is... This might, this might be more fucking artsy than the time they set the chapel on fire. It's so good. Oh, it's so yeah. extra. Yeah. So, okay. Ichijo so walks up. into the warehouse that... Uh, yes. 
one B is in. Yeah. Is Godai, so, Batman, and Rhinoceros Beetle have all run off. Right. So the important thing is, is when Rhino, like, just, like, kicked Batguy, he knocked some electronic stuff, so now they're sparks, and these sparks are very important. Yes. So Ichijo walks in, and he has got the hugest goddamn rifle. He does have a huge-ass gun. I don't know why he has a giant-ass gun now. I think it is it is the special gun that is meant to shoot the special bullets that have the super high recoil. Yeah, okay. this might be the anti-material rifle. Okay, I guess that would make sense. But uh, he walks forward a bit to, like, having, to, like, right, right in front of the sparks... And there are there are there are feathers around his feet, and the wind blows. The feathers the are woman, such a good touch. <laughs> and it, it 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 goes in slow motion, and the rose woman walks out from behind an area, and she's behind the sparks, and it does a slow zoom in on Ichijo's face, and you can see the sparks reflected in his eyes. And it cuts to the rose woman, and you can see the sparks reflected in her eyes. So like this is like stare down one. It's so good. I, the funny thing is, is then it ends on this wide shot of them that uh, like frames them both like acro- across the warehouse, which kind of undercuts how dramatic it is. Because then there's yeah, just, like it's just like sparks and two people standing there at that point. But then Ichijo <laughs> slowly raises his rifle. It's and you can see the sparks in the reflect in the sight of the rifle as a reflection. Mm-hmm. It's so extra. And that's the end of the episode. It is. It's so extra. It's, I fucking love it. It's <laughs> so artsy. I, it's uh, They're like five feet away from each other. It's so ridiculous, and I love it. And then episode 38 just picks up, like, immediately <clears throat> from there. Yep. Which is called uh, Transition. Yeah, it's, uh, and then Ichijo starts demanding, or starts questioning the Rose Woman. It's like, what? what's this game about? What's going on? And she's just, she kind of just smiles at him, doesn't do anything. This is after, like, another three minutes of staring, I swear. Yeah. They've been looking at each other for a long time. And then he puts a bullet through her. Yeah, and she's, she looks very surprised by this. Well, not, like, very surprised, well, as much as she gives any kind of expression on her face. Yeah. She looks very surprised. She doesn't shoot her, she turns around and starts to walk away, right? And then he shoots her? Yeah, he... She doesn't say anything after he's asked all the questions, and then she starts to walk away, and he shoots her through where her heart would be if she was human. Is it? I, it seemed a bit high for that. It's like, feel on yourself where your heart is. I don't know where my heart is, I just know it's fucked up. <laughs> but uh, she turns around, and the bullet wound just heals, and her response is, man, the Linto have really changed. Dagova will enter will enter Kuga's body soon. Yeah, that's a thing. That's that's a weird phrase to say. That's a yeah. I I don't know why she revealed that here. She starts walking towards him, and we hit our intro. Yep. And then when we come back, we're just not going to talk about that for a little bit. I, I I didn't say it when we were going over the first episode, but this new intro has finally gotten me to skip the intro now. And I'm upset. It, it it has my one favorite part where it's like no fear, no pain, destroy one, protect the other. And I'm like, Ooh, that's real which good. one? Which one do you destroy and which one do you protect? Yeah. But yes, we're not going back to Ichijo just yet because when we come back from the intro, we go to Rhinoceros Beetle and Batman fighting, and 
that man's losing really badly. I love that Kuga's still just watching. Yeah, it's... Batman is trying to fight, and he's just getting deflected, and he starts talking about, like, oh, I I have obtained the power of Daguva, which is what I think he got the claw from. Right, which it doesn't... the claw. It doesn't seem to do anything for this fight. Well, no, it certainly made him more powerful. Right, but he's still getting his shit kicked in. Yeah, but that's because he was... He was, like, the lowest of the low tiers that gets an artificial bump. So, okay, so... He's 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 D rank. He gets an artificial thing that bumps him up to high B. And like he's still trash, he's just good trash. <laughs> and then like in his later evolution, he gets up to A rank, which is why Kuga can't beat him. I mean, Kuga's obviously triple S. Yeah, when he's uh fully leveled, yeah. But uh Rhinoceros man throws away Batman. I mean, I should need to come up with better names. And so Batboy flies around and lands, but then his stomach starts roiling and boiling. He and has he a de-transforms. Yeah, and then he just kind of leaves. And then Kuga's like, I'm also leaving. Yeah, Kuga's like, I don't... I don't think I can fight that rhino guy. <laughs> and then we cut back to Ichijo, who on the other hand is dying. Yeah, who has gotten thrown through the air and has landed on, like, on the top of this tiny little shed that had a bunch of co- boxes and other crap in it. Yeah, and Ichijo is beat to crap. Yep. He's bleeding, he's bleeding from a head wound, and he passes out as the Rose Woman walks away. Yep. And then Godai comes in, and he sees the rose petals on the ground, and then looks up to find Ichijo. Yeah, it's it's a good shot. So, Godai calls the ambulance, but we have to go back to the police station. They got a plan. Yes. They're explaining that, hey, we're going to lure 43 to this abandoned subway to make her blow up so that nobody gets hurt by her explosive acid blood. Right. Solid plan. Good idea. Not blowing people up would be good. Yeah. And it's like, wait, do we not have neutralization bullets yet? No, because her blood's weird, and we haven't finished analyzing it. Science. And then Sasayama shows up, and it's like, hey, yo, Ichijo's real hurt. Go to call him an ambulance. <coughs> and gives all the information about the different new unidentified life forms. And all the police are like, oh, God, no. Yep. And Ichijo is supposed to be out for three weeks. It, he'll be okay in an hour, though. <laughs> hey, he'll be okay in three hours. <laughs> Pretty much. But uh, Godai is then, we cut to Godai having a talk with Sakurai on the radio. And he's basically going, so yeah, no, Godai will be fine, or Ichijo <laughs> will be fine. I'll be fine, too. Um, Ichijo will be fine, hey, because he's Ichijo. Yes. Just like how Godai is Godai, so he'll be fine. Ichijo is Ichijo. They're just so alike. <laughs> really. And is, is this Sakurai- the episode where they, okay, yeah, this is the one where... Uh... Is Subasa's the coroner guy, right? Yeah. He, he starts talking. He starts like on screen shipping Godai and Ichijo in this one. Yeah, it's real cute. <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun. I can't say I saw that coming, I, but okay. It, I, it, he has the statement later: "Go find your girlfriend," which, mm, but fine. <gasps> I thought he said true love in the subtitles. I have he says go find your go find your true love or whatever. <gasps> he may have. I may have. I may have misread it. But uh, Godai and Ichi or Godai and Sakurai 
that basically agree, hey, let's get together and try and figure this out like buds. Yeah, we're I like be that Godai, best of friends. I like that Godai is slowly moving down the cops, becoming friends with them. Because first it was Ichijo, then it was Sugita, now it's Sakurai. It's great. That is I fun that all of them are gradually starting to like him. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to Batman, who is in some stairwell somewhere, groaning and moaning as he's clutching his stomach and starts screaming about something. Yeah, he's he's doing okay. <laughs> he's, uh... And then his hair turns gray. Oh, yeah, then he gets old. Yeah, I, I didn't know being gray gave you that much power. Like, I'm waiting for my power to happen. The CG that happened when his hair turned gray, and oh man, is he still sweaty in this scene. <laughs> so um, The CG that happened is ridiculous, because it looks, it, it looks to me like someone in the program just took a brush and was like, all right, and we draw it here, <laughs> and then, then it cuts and he's wearing a gray wig, so it looks better, but in that half second, ooh. Yeah, they they felt like they needed to make his hair turn gray on screen, which, uh, yeah, the CG for it is very silly. 2000 CG, it's a thing. Right. So now he's, he's, he's like, tweaking constantly, and is, like, shaken, and his eyes are all buggy, and he's like, and that's just what he does now. Maybe. Uh, Then we go to Sugita, or Sakurai, in his car, trying to figure out the pattern. Until he gets interrupted by Godai showing him, like, hey, guy, I got a bunch of food and snacks. Let's have lunch. You haven't had lunch, have you? We got to do we got to make sure to keep our strength up so we can do Mr. Ichijo's part while he's in the hospital. Right. And Godai immediately becoming friends with Sakurai is great. Yep. Godai is being the power Godai. of food. I love this show. It's so much fun. You know, except when there's a bunch of murder. Yeah, as I'm saying, in some of the most violent and murderous episodes that we've watched so far, this is a children's show. <laughs> Hundreds of people die within these next four episodes. Well, a lot of them were off screen. At least four to five hundred. So, you know. I... It's ridiculous. I can't wait till we get to, like, Common Rider Amazon. The one that got pulled from TV. Oh, um, yes, yes, we actually do. We do get to do that in Decade. That'll be great. I thought Common Rider Amazon was like a significantly older show. Well, so yeah, yeah. Look, Decade also visits some some Showa stuff. Oh, okay, sure. I oh no, I think it was in the Fletch episode where I'm like, oh my god, if we follow this order, we watch the sequel to Common Rider Black before we watch Black. I think yeah, I remember you saying that. That's great. That is That's so great. good. That's great. That's great. That sounds like a bad idea. No, it's the idea we're going with. <laughs> it's a good thing. So, Tsubaki's in the hospital watching over... Uh, Ichijo. Yep. That's his name. Wow. Um, but he walks outside and learns that... Or he walks out after looking at Ichijo worriedly. And there's a news station going that's basically informing the public of what's been going on, giving them a lighter version right i love is like as soon as subaki leaves like the radio changes to talk about the unidentified life form instead of having like the music it was playing beforehand <laughs> right of course we interrupt soft jazz all day to bring you this incredibly scary report about deadly murders uh-huh where hey there's this nail woman 
who's getting in an elevator after looking at her nails again. Man, I sure hope those people in the elevator will be fine, because she only kills people on taxis, right? Yeah, it's fine. Right? Everything's fine. Um, What isn't fine, actually, is Nana's hairstyle in these last few episodes. Is pigtails are... They're so frizzy. Is poofy. Is She needs to do some better hair care. I'm not sure. Or maybe, I don't know what it is. It just doesn't... It looks kind of... I'm not. What is, what is her hair reminding me of? Um, there's some and uh, it's not important. But yeah, we're in pole pole. Nico Yazawa. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, but we get this interesting bit in pole pole, where I really like how where Nana owner and Minori are watching the same report that Tsubaki was. And owner makes a statement that things like I get the feeling that owner is kind of sometimes meant to be a audience stand in with how he reacts to things because he makes a statement of like, I don't things are really weird and the rules are changing and I don't know what's going to happen anymore. Same, same uncle. And yeah, it's like you you think it is like yet the rules have all changed. What is going on? It's very, it's a good way to do it. I love it. But we have to go talk to the Garangi again. Right. As uh, Imperial Businesswoman and Aerosmith. And they're all talking in Japanese now. Right. Yeah. They gotta give us some Um, hints. Yeah, so we learned that Guma is going after Rose Woman. Yep. He's He's trying to find and attack her. To get the whereabouts of Dagava. So that he can fight her. But useless creatures will be killed by Dagava anyway, so what does right. that matter? Yeah, yeah. Dork Lady says, supposes that Dagava will be killing, uh, I'm guessing the implication is supposed to be every regular person. Just everyone. Is anyone useless by, I don't know what, le- like, what recording, or what level... What definition of useless you'd use, but okay. The Garonki seem to value only fighting, so I'm guessing it's fighting-based. Maybe. That checks out. Know. And then we're back with Sakurai and Godai. We gotta figure out the pattern to this killing. Yep. Sitting in here, and Sakurai has got this neat little notebook that, they're as they're sitting trying to figure out, he's pulling it out to look at his notes, and he starts flipping through the calendar portion, and Godai's like, Hey, what are all these weird colored dots? And he's like, oh, Sakurai's- I've just been keeping track of what forms you turn into and when you kill who. And, Go- and Godai is looking at these dots. He's like, man, this this pattern of colors, it's I'm, it feels like I'm missing something. Ah, oh, that's weird. Colors. Oh, hey, the, the radio rang and interrupted us. These people are dying in an elevator. What? An elevator? And Godai make and as when they find out it's an elevator, and Godai has the look on his face like, wait, an elevator? Yeah. Huh. But wait, look at the top. Look at that color. Right, uh, I was trying to come up with a color pun. I couldn't get there. Yeah. <laughs> Surely this day will brighten up. <laughs> yeah. And we see the nail woman getting onto a red bus. And then we go back to Batman, who is... I... He is very sweaty. And what I think <laughs> is happening... He is, he is sweaty like he just got out of a pool. 
Um, I think what's happening is like he's being forcefully mutated to the next level, like next whatever of evolution or changing forms, like how uh, Kuga can do, Kuga and the other Garangi can do. Yeah, that makes sense. But it's forcing it. So it's like super painful, and that's why he's been sitting here moaning and going for however long he's been here. Like it's it's it feels like it. He had the you know he had the potential to get to this level, but he did it artificially. But yeah, he finishes changing, and his hair is stark white now, and he's got like super big arm blades that come out of his elbows. He's got Giver arms. He looks pretty cool like this. I like it. I always, I thought they were Hork Bajir arms, but I, I always think that. That could also be true. I think you all just have Animorphs on the mind. I mean, <laughs> Morph Club is a good podcast. It really is. Oh yeah, Morph Club was a good podcast. Sad I didn't listen to it until after it was over. And then there's there's this really short scene of someone... A new character. ...dumping corpses into a pit. Yeah, I I don't know what that was. And that's it. That's the scene. There's no dialogue. There's just this weird screechy noise in the background. Oh yeah, yeah the horror the horror movie soundtrack the, the, thing. The, the the horror movie noise. Yes, and it's just this like. I mean, it's definitely number zero. Yeah, most likely, it's Probably. like a two story sto- two story tall deep pit in the ground that he's just like dragging people up to with one arm and just kind of dropping in there. And there's at least five or six bodies in the bottom of the pit already. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we don't get much of that, because we gotta go to Sakurako and Nagano, where she and Nagano Researcher Lady are having an interesting conversation about horns. The translations. And horns, yes. It's two horns, but it's got four horns. And they're mighty warriors, right? Well, we should go look at the actual thing again. Because there might be important information there. Right. So then Ichijo is now awake and Tsubaki is doing stuff there. I think this is actually where, like, the thing was happening. I lost my train of thought. Oh, it's... Ichijo wakes up. Tsubaki's like, hey, you need to not move. We've got you hooked up to stuff. Right. B1 beat the crap out of you. Oh, yeah, and then Tsubaki, or no, Ichijo, then relays, like, the, the but B1 told me that, that... Daguva is gonna enter Kuga's body soon. Yeah, and Kuga's gonna be the ultimate life form. This is gonna be bad. And Tsubaki's just like, well, you, I'm gonna give you a bunch of drugs to go to sleep, because Godai said to make sure you don't wake up halfway. And so I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you these powerful sleeping pills, and... You you just fall asleep. But then, but then the radio comes on. Well, no, this is the part where they ship, and, like, they, like Tsubaki wants to talk about dreams, and <laughs> and Ichijo's just like, yeah, Godai, Godai understands me. We both like adventure, and we're suited for each other. Right. And then Tsubaki's like, you still aren't honest with yourself, aren't you, Ichijo? And then the radio shit happens. Yeah, he's... He he he's like lay back, go back asleep, and it you get like a good fifteen seconds of oh yeah no Ichijo is falling asleep and it's he's gonna stay here, and it's gonna be nice. It's gonna take a well earned rest. 
But no, he's actually going to recklessly endanger lives by driving a car while under the effects of sedatives. Yeah. (laughs) He's about to fall asleep. Unidentified life form 43 has been found. And he immediately wakes up and is like, whoa, I gotta go. (laughs) And and then we talk about moving boxes. Yes, because we go to the elevator where, or the elevator with the crime scene. And Godai finally comes up because they're like, there's no connection between the names. There's no connection between buildings. What is this? And Godai is about to say what it is. But Sugita calls and is like, oh, number 43 appeared again. It's near. Godai chimes in, a bus? <laughs> Sakurai's like, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, Master Detective Godai over here. Has discovered that first... It was this color bus, or this color taxi, and then this color taxi. It's the colors. No one else She's is going ever dumb enough co- to figure out the Garongi's uh, clues, except for Gona. Yeah. Is that she's going for colored boxes that move people. What? what? <laughs> yes. She's, she is an entirely box-based enemy. Like, what? Okay. Did did anyone ever see Danny Phantom? There was a yes. recurring joke. Oh, the box ghost? Yes, there was a recurring joke about an enemy who was a box-based villain who was totally ineffectual. He was. Man, yeah, Danny Phantom was a good show. They're all moving boxes that carry people. Then the next target is an orange moving box. It must be this specific rail line. <laughs> and it totally is. Because yeah. we see... Apparently there's a famous uh, orange train in Japan? Yeah, for, that symbolizes a line or whatever. She She's looking at it as it goes under her, and she's like, yes, it's orange, like my ring fingernail. Hmm. Also, Scarf Guy has, like, that weird paper-looking thing that he had about way back in, like, the water episode. Yeah, it's he's got, I don't... What is it? Oh, yeah, the, 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 the thing with the glyphs on it? Yeah. I wonder what those are. And uh, and then we cut to just like number three murdering a shit ton of people. Yeah, because apparently he's like, apparently he. I think what's going on is he thinks that killing people, like he's trying to complete a wayo to summon Daguba so he can fight him. I guess, yeah. And then we kind of we cut back to somewhere where the bullets are done, and they figured out the human form of Acid Lady. Yes, we. It's Godai is driving ahead of Sugita as they're having as Sugita's having the conversation over the radio, and we learn that they're going after forty three Acid Woman at the moment. Right. But then they get another radio that hey, number three has appeared in Chiba and has already killed thirteen people and is kind of going on a rampage. Yeah, and it, uh, the episode kind of just ends in like gasp. There's only one Godai and two Grungi. He can't beat two Grungi at once. Kuga can't split into two people like Double. I think Double can do that? No, no Double are two people that become one writer. Oh, Double is two oh, people. Oh, Double is a Firestorm? Okay. Yes. Okay. But yes, then we move on to episode 39. Okay, so, uh, so uh, can I can I drop in my theory here? Sure. Okay, yes. so... um. When we were talking about, like, you know, maybe by fighting the the Grungi gets swole, and, like, it started to occur to me, there is one person who has gotten stronger through the Saweo. Is it Godai? 
Kuga is the only one of them who has gotten stronger. The o- the only time the grunk the grunky have taken has started using weapons like him. But other than that, they're like he's the only one who this is improving. Is the Soweo entirely for Kuga? Well, now that you're talking about it, there is a scene, I think, either later in this episode or the next one, where the Garangi are talking about, like, oh, well, I'm going to be the one to win. Well, I'm going to be the one to win. And Rose Woman makes the comment, don't count Kuga out. Right. The Linto are different. So, Kuga may be a participant unknowingly. I, I think he I think he is, but uh, then it uh the fact that number zero is is killing off the extra Garungi too, I is, I think he's getting rid of of uh, minions he doesn't need anymore because Kuga has already gotten gotten near his maximum amount of strength, and I'm starting to think that was the entire point of the Soeo. Maybe. Well, there's also the point where she was talking about how Daguva or Rosewon was talking about how Daguva will enter Kuga. Uh huh. So maybe it's that the Soeo and all. Kuga may have been originally Daguva is a spiritual may be a spiritual being and so is waiting until Kuga's strong enough and then is just going to steal Godai's body. Yeah, what if the winner just steals Kuga's body to then rule over the world until they die or whatever? Yeah, it's like Man, a oh god. Who's there who's the this character that does that? In what? Yeah, give me a hint. I'm trying. The, I feel like I've run into it before. No, it's yeah. It's yeah, sort of like, sort of like the Rachel Ghoul thing, but there's a better example. Like there's like he's like training his foil to be as strong as him, and then if his foil wins, he's just gonna take his body. Oh, this is JoJo's. Oh yeah, oh, yeah JoJo's. Yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely JoJo. It's because Dio just stole Jonathan's yeah, body. Yeah, it's JoJo's. Like, like, part three, like, the the lame part of JoJo's, but... Stardust Crusaders is fun. I didn't know you didn't like Stardust Crusaders. I, I, I kind of fell off pretty hard after part two. Oh, wow. I, you I think part two is really good. And read... Steel Ball Run. Steel Ball Run's really good, too. You need, you need to read part six. Well, uh, no. The ones that have been animated so far, four is my favorite. Sorry, Stone Ocean. Stone Ocean is good. I always get Steelbonger on and Stone Ocean confused. Jolene Stone is the Ocean. best. Jolene is best JoJo. Jolene is a part three Joseph who gives a shit. Yep. Joseph? Wait, part three Joseph? It's Jotaro in part three. Yeah, but Joseph is there and he just doesn't oh, care okay. anymore. Okay, I gotcha. Because... What do you give? What do you give the ultimate trickster? You give him unlimited rope. <laughs> the Just. ultimate trick, rope. The ultimate trick, out of wedding sex that has children that then he abandons. <laughs> Joseph is a terrible, shitty person. Yeah. Like holy shit! I mean, everybody was basically fine. Hey, we're not here for JoJo. We're here is as fun as JoJo is. That's a different podcast. But, okay, yeah, I was just starting to think that the entire point of the Soleo has been to essentially level up Kuga by, throw it, by having opponents that kill people that he is going to become stronger to protect. Yep. And maybe to get the level of hate in his heart up. Yeah, we'll get to that next episode. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, episode 39 is called Guma, actually, named yes. after Batman himself. He doesn't make it through this episode. No, he does not. 
he dies in a rather elaborate way. So we open up on Kuga and Sugita driving. Uh, the Chuo line, which is the orange terrain line, has been stopped completely. And the research division had finished the neutralization bullets and is sending them out. So we're going to go get this lady. Uh, but number three appears. So what are we going to do? Oh, no. And Kuga, Godai speaks into the radio. I'll go take number 43. But as soon as he says it, oh, who's that on the radio? It's Ichijo, and he said it too. Yeah. Because Ichijo's back. Because fuck rest. Ichijo, who is supposed to be in the hospital for three weeks. This <laughs> is like, nah. I thought they said three months. It might have been three months, but he's back now, so it was really like three minutes. <laughs> yeah, he's okay. He he stole Kuga's regenerative power. Well, it's because the, their love for each other is so strong. Yeah, no, that's it. Sure. And also, Ichijo's like, well, what do you guys fucking do? And there's two orange trains. There's two other trains that are orange as well. So, uh, we gotta go do and that. And they're like, damn it, we're sorry, Ichijo. So Ichijo's gonna head to headquarters while... Uh, Kuga goes and deals with number three. Yeah, so... It, uh, number three or number 43? Number three, because he's going... 43, because he's going after the the acid lady first. Yes, so he goes after 43 first. And then this is the and part then, where Subaki tries to stop Ichijo and teases him about the true love thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then Tsubaki they just uh, thumbs up. It's everybody's on the thumbs up train now. I love it. <laughs> Godai has brought it, and it's infected everybody. Yep. I'm still mad at Ichijo for driving a car after having been been given sleeping pills. Yeah, That's it's dangerously irresponsible. He, he was on a set. He's on apparently a powerful sedative that was meant to knock him out for a couple hours, and he's just like, "Nah, it's not strong enough. I just flexed my way out of it." <laughs> yeah. Form your brain into a fist and punch sleepiness <laughs> in the face. <laughs> and yeah, and then Subaki's like, "Okay, go find your true love," and then they drive off. Yeah, and they're wondering where and those Go- bullets are because everybody, like everybody's dead. Yeah. Well, Godai gets a is listening to a radio call. Is like, oh, there's a per- uh, policeman. And there's a policeman on the line who's like. Oh, I'm at Mikata Station. We can't do anything. Oh no! Yep, they're they're a puddle of goo now. A whole lot of people are dying. Godai tells Sakurai like, "Hey, I'm gonna go first and soften them up. And hey, when you arrive, could you give me your gun?" And Sakurai is just kind of like, "My my gun? Why would you? <laughs> yes, your gun." Yeah, okay, I guess. You're like, sure. Like, he, I I love the fact that Sakura, like, he hasn't seen, I, as far as I'm aware, he hasn't seen Grieved for him. And he hasn't seen, or if he has seen Ichijo give Godai his gun, he's just seen Godai with the gun later. But I like the fact that he trusts Godai enough to just go, okay, yeah, I'll trust you, even though I'm, like, confused I'm about sure this. I'm sure he has a good reason for asking. Yeah, it's yeah. like, he's not gonna, like, hurt people, but Okay. Also, like, after this, there's this weird thing where, have Ichijo and that one lady been, like, tracking number zero in secret? Maybe? I don't know. They've been trying to do other shit. I don't know. It's weird. Because it seemed like they were talking specifically about number zero and his movements, and I'm like, well, why hasn't that been shared with anybody? 
Well, I think what they're doing is they're not actually tracking number zero. They're tracking the massacres that have happened. That's all. That that's true too. It's like it when they say he popped up here. I'm assuming they're like, okay, so there's a mass grave of Gurangi here, and there's a mass grave of Gurangi here, and there's one over here. Is what I'm assuming they're talking about. That makes sense. Uh, then we see Batman, who is being surrounded by at least like two dozen cops or a dozen, a dozen and a half cops. Not enough cops. Not enough cops. Cause he's just like, come on guys, come on, shoot at me, shoot at me. And they do. And the horror music starts playing because Batman is just kind of, I'm going to slowly walk forward and slap these guns out of the cop's hands. And then I'm going to tear out this cop's throat and punch through this. Co- and like, yeah, he, he turns into his mullet bat form and then starts killing people it's nuts he kind of, it's kind of brutal considering how silly mullet bat form looks yeah i mean he's like he's been kind of silly this entire time and it's like no he's going he's he's a real vampire now he's a real brutal he's brutally killing all these cops it's nuts yeah and he says how many people have to die before dugava appears which is like the grunky even have a sense of like the value of life no. Oh, they're. Uh, I think it's the fact that they're Linto. They don't matter. They're not Garangi. They're not people. Oh, do you think he's talking about Garangi when he says that? Hmm. Or I. I think it's. I think the Garangi in general are just like. Oh, the Linto are. They're the prey for the game. That's what they're there for. Yeah. I they're th- they're there for us to kill. I, okay, I guess I hadn't thought about it like that, but yeah, maybe there's like a a different intonation to that. Uh, like an implication to that sentence in English than there was supposed to be. Cause that sounds like frustration and disillusionment in English, but maybe that wasn't how it was intended. I think it's also what he's like, I don't know how much in like with all of his participation in all the different groupings of the Garangi, how much is he aware of how the whale actually works? Because he could just be he could just be killing people because he knows okay so to get Dagava to appear you have to kill a certain amount of people in a certain way, but he doesn't actually have the full information on what to activate or anything, and so he's just working off that information of okay I just if I just kill enough people he'll show up right that could be yeah I mean that's what he seems to be doing I don't know. But he's he's not going on at the moment because uh, we see Nail Woman again, who has killed a cop. Yep. And just and all the colored boxes are gone now. What do you do? Yeah, Scarf Guy shows up. He's like, "So, uh, <laughs> how are you gonna finish your way? Oh, there's no colored boxes." And she throws a tantrum, like, "No, I'm gonna do it. Shut up. Fuck you." And run, what stomps off. My box-based reign of terror will continue. <laughs> She's so, she's so, like, throwing a tantrum. I love it. Yep. And then Godai shows up to fight her. I love this. It's great because he drives up and he's like, oh, it's her. And she get, he gets off the bike and, like, her immediate reaction is, who are you? Until he transforms and then she's like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, it's this it's guy. Kuga. And then she pulls out her sweet acid blood claw thing. Yeah, which I didn't notice before, but like she's putting it in, and it's actually digging into the top oh, of her hand. Yeah, it's got claws to get the on the backside out. that 
you know, carry her blood forward into the front claws. Yeah. Yeah. I, when acid. it originally happened, I thought they were just like, oh, there's just like some container in there that holds the acid. Not that I'm literally using my own blood. But it's pr- cool because she gets a lot of the attacks of like, I'm going to swing around and swipe out this acid at you. Yeah, it's pretty cool. During this fight. And then melt shit. And then, like, he transforms to blue form, he knocks the claw off, and a mark appears on her arm. And then he transforms into red form. These are just the base forms, mind you, not the powered-up ones. You skipped a fun scene that I enjoyed. Oh, what scene did you enjoy? Um, It's after he swaps into blue form. It's like, it cuts back to, you see, the beat chaser in the front of shot. yeah, the Gorm comes in. Kuga and... The woman are fighting in the back, and Gorham just kind of hovers on screen, goes onto the bike, and this this comes up a, just in a little bit. But it's like, oh hey, it's just gonna, I'm just gonna come in here, nice, real relaxed, and get on here, and it's fine. He knows yeah, when he's okay. needed. But then, yes, Kuga disarms uh, her by knocking the claw out of her hand. Yep, and she's gonna she's going to strike back, but then she gets shot. A bunch. Oh, yeah, she does get shot a bunch. The cops came with their bullets. She gets riddled with, like, seven or eight bullets, and we go see Sakurai and all the cops with their big rifles, all like, yeah, we got you. And the bullets actually work this time. Yeah, the bullets, they do something. They start, like, steaming and the gas coming out of her. It's great. So Kuga quickly swaps to red form and kicks her in the chest. But it wasn't enough. Yeah, she kind of just flexes and they go away yep i don't know the girl have done that a few times where yeah i know and it's it's been it's frustrated me every time but you know whatever yeah they have the power to choose to not die if they're good yeah yeah they're swole now godai gets on his bike on the gorum bike and does the thing of i'm gonna put you on the front of my bike and we're gonna go for a drive that always works like yeah, she just—they always just kind of sit there <laughs> and don't fight back. It's so weird. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just very, very weird. I, it yeah, is. it's pretty strange that the Gurungi let themselves be transported like this. I agree. But uh, as Godai drives by Sakurai, Sakurai's like, "Oh, hey, here's my gun," and chucks it to him, and Godai catches it and drives. They drive off. You think well. You think well. Uh, he's driving them to wherever he's going. Godai just repeatedly like punches them in the head to like keep them yeah. <laughs> subdued the whole time. <laughs> Every time they start getting up, he just reaches for and just bah! maybe they just right enjoy the, the ride. Head. Yeah, that's true. And then we cut to a mummy that's not dead. Yes, we cut back to Nagano, where Sakurako has learned that. So wait, this mummy's alive. Yes. Yes, it is. And the Nagano researcher is like, yeah, we've been doing a lot of, like, chemical research and investigation, and it seems impossible, but every indication we're getting back that from our analysis is, yes, this person is technically alive right now. Yep. And they're like, well, maybe it's like what Godai was. <laughs> and Sakuraku's like, I bet he wanted to protect people's smiles. M- maybe. That's why he used the Amadam. I wonder if that's where Kuga's getting his visions from. I think so. I that would be cool. <gasps> I also think that's who it is at the end of. Uh, yeah, the guy 40. in white is actually this yeah. person, and it's a mental yeah, thing. Who looks like who Ooh. looks like a white? Yeah, Kuga dressed up or Godai dressed good. up in white. That That'd would be real sense, good. Yeah. So we get to Ichijo arriving at headquarters. 
Yeah, he goes to get the where... anti sonic wave machine. Well, it's it's the it, I think it's the they were it's the machine they were using to track him. Well, no, they said it was to interfere with the waves. That... Maybe it's both. That could be. I don't know. But he he takes it and puts it in his car. She's like, good luck. And so he gives her a quick thumb up over the shoulder before driving off. Everybody thumbs up. It's great. There's so many thumbs up in this. I love it. And then we cut to the pole pole. Oh, no. We cut to Godai driving. That's true. Godai is driving to the subway. Yeah, where they're the abandoned subway where Sugita and the rest of the cops are waiting. And then we cut to Pole Pole. Yes. Where where Kanzaki Sensei has yep, shown where up. Where Sensei shows up. He's like, hey, so I was just in the neighborhood. And I was, you know, I was just dropping by. Man, Godai seems really busy with everything that's going on, right? Yeah, that Kuga stuff is really hard, don't you think? <laughs> and so we get this scene of Kanzaki talking about Godai when he was a kid. He was a like, crybaby, ba- Co- but not a coward. Godai was a crybaby, but... He was the type of kid that if he saw a girl getting bullied, he'd jump in there and he wouldn't stop until it was fixed. And I mean, I guess that's good. A reckless disregard for personal safety. Yeah, they they talk about it like it was a sweet story, so, okay. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Or it's like the scene from last time where Godai's just on top of a person punching them forever. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, baby, baby Godai is just like, no, no, get up! Oh my God, stop! 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 You're He's already him. dead. <laughs> <laughs> this little baby Godai, yeah, and then Uncle gets sad because he's like, Godai's not going on adventures recently. Cut to Godai on an adventure driving this grungy to the subway. Yeah. <laughs> Is he's making a statement like a a man like Godai is the type of person is the type of one or a guy like him should want to go on adventures. Godai's gone on Which, plenty of adventures. Yeah, he's he's going on a big adventure right now, where he is driving the Gorum down into the subway, past all the cops, and they're all like, Whoa, as he goes by, they're like he's so cool. He's so so his bike's so cool. So we get down to the bottom subway where Godai throws her off the bike by stopping. And he tells Sugitas to start closing the shutters. Close he the transforms gate. Into green, he closes the gate. Transforms into green form. Does this cool, I'm driving at you, I'm driving at you, I'm driving at you, I'm going to shoot you three times in the chest. That makes the bullets go faster, don't run you run know? away. It's great. Yeah, vector edition. It's, I, I, I'm always a fan of Pegasus form. I just and this is a pretty cool use of Pegasus form. I gotta I say, I think it's the first time Godai's hit with all the bullets in the Pegasus burst form. Yeah, oh yeah, he's only used it a couple times. And I, I also do like how I think the way he stands on the bike and fires. Where is it? I think it's he does stand on his like bike. A, a weird I, way to do it. I think it's an actual like horse archery technique, but I'm not a hundred percent sure, and I'm probably wrong. Oh, that'd be cool if it was though. I thought when you were doing horse archery, you had to steady yourself with your legs because you need both your arms to pull the fire the bow. Well, usually, but that's also going with like a two-handed weapon, whereas right. Godai is doing the hand like a hand crossbow. Right, right. A mini crossbow. 
Is why I said I'm probably wrong, but it's a neat thought. And then and then Kodai's got to drive out, and he gets out just in time by like doing that slide thing that people do with motorcycles. He does a, he does, he does a cool slide to get under the last grate. Yeah, because except not really. Because they have to chase. CG the slide. They do CG. Yeah, the slide. it's 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 some bad CG. They just kind of tilt him. Yeah, there's the explosion racing after him that completely like buckles out the grate that he just slid under. Yep. It doesn't go through it, and like nothing. I thought it was gonna like start dissolving to like, oh man, that was some bad acid. But no, nope. Kuga's just like, all right, cool. I'm gonna go fight here's, number here's, three now. Bye. Here's Sugita. Here's Sakurai's gun. Let's go fight the next one. Yep. And then we cut to number three, killing some dudes. He's, he's killing more cops. There's a lot of dead cops. And then we cut back to the new batch of Grungi and and nerd librarian lady knows how to use a computer. We are all fucked. <laughs> yeah. It's uh like a I, I'm not sure. Actually no, I think I'm going to call the guy who is like polishing the claws crafter cuz I think he's the one that has that it, like either made the weapons or is giving the weapons to the Grungi. He makes like a belt thing in the next episode. Yeah. So I'm going to call him Crafter. And he's talking about the fact that Dagava is certainly going to come and reclaim these claws, is claim these claws. Yep. And they're, I, I'm not sure if it's part of their new, are these new subtitles, but they're talking about the Gegaru now instead of the Weyu. And it's talking about, oh, I'm going to be the winner of the Gegaru. Which, okay. Well, they, I guess the, that's the next the level. The characters were audibly saying Weyu before. Yeah, and they're not now. So it's something. To, yeah, I guess it's just like a different level of game. You've made I it guess. to the next level. Congratulations! You won Pulls the way. You have now run the won the right to participate in the actual game. But uh, they're bragging about. Oh, hey, we're going to be the ones to win. And Rose Woman comes up and goes, "Hey, don't count out the Linto. They're very different now." And Kuga. And Kuga, yes. Cut to Ichijo and Godai driving to go fight number three. Because Ichijo finally pulls up on... Or Godai finally pulls up on Ichijo and they get a, they ha- give each other a big smile. Because right. they're star-crossed lovers. They totally are. They're, da- they're going to date after this. Nana's going to be so sad. <laughs> but uh, Ichijo... Tells Godai about the whole power of Dagava thing. This is the thing that'll bring ultimate darkness. And we get a scene of these woods where some shadow disturbs the smoke that's going through. Or either something invisible is disturbing the smoke. It might be number it's zero. Got... They've done this shot before I... in like way back in the beginning of the show. He's got you can see some weird pauldrons in the shadow. It's interesting. Yep, and then we got to mur- number three, murdering more people. He killed uh, ten out of the sixteen cops that were there. Yep, killing a whole bunch of cops. And one of the cops is able to basically get on the radio. It's like, where, where the hell is our backup? What is going on? We're dying! There's so many people dead! And then a titan Godai shows up. Yes. And the sword, it does nothing. Yeah, he, he starts attacking Batman... And yeah, the sword in Titan form does nothing. 
And yeah, uh, bad guy's in like a third form at this point. Yes. Like his, yes he- his skin is blacker. His mullet is more intense and he's spikier. And also he has nipple rings now. Yes. And his mullet and, uh, is great. So, sword does nothing. Ichijo gets the other cop out of here. And then Kuga gets punched in the chest and goes flying. And, like, he's slashing at Batman, and the emblem is appearing, but it's almost immediately... Well, it appears on the first slash, but almost immediately disappears, and then none of the other slashes do anything. Yeah. Because Kuga's using his sword. He's not in mighty purple form, or mighty titan. No. He's just he regular titan. He was in mighty titan form, actually, I think. It had the gold trim. No, there, no it doesn't. No, a mighty titan have it form up right is now. all purple. I thought it had gold trim. Yeah, no, it, it's all purple with gold trim. Oh, yeah, no, there's... Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's just in regular Titan. But then that guy starts groaning and moaning and holding his head, and we see that uh, Ichijo is using the supersonic... Like, I I don't know what to call it. Transmitter? Yeah, the sonic wave machine. The sound shooter? Yeah. To basically... Hey, we're going to distract this guy, so Kuga swaps into red form... And is going to do a super rider kick to stop the bat. Nope. Well, yeah, because he's in regular red form. And bat guy just kind of kicks or smacks the kick down, knocks Kuga away, goes over to Ichijo and busts up, like, throws Ichijo and busts up the transmitter. Yep. And then right when number three is going to finish him off, Dagava maybe shows up, question mark? Yeah, it's Kuga tries to attack him. And Kuga loses, like, Batman is, Kuga can't do anything, really. But then, yes, the wind starts blowing, and there's, like, a moaning in the air, and Bat, we, it's, we have to assume it's Dagova, because Bat Guy's like, oh, Dagova, and runs off. Yeah. Yeah, the sun has gone completely down, and, uh, yeah, it's at night, the film gets a lot grainier, it's kind of spooky. It. It's it does the same grain that was happening in the very beginning. The sound is like also we were, gone at this point too. Yeah, it's very muted. It's the same grain I think from when Number Zero was first rising the Garangi, and he was walking. I was through, wondering about that. Is it like the film grain? We were supposed to interpret that as like an effect in the that Number Zero has on the surrounding area or not? Man, that would be so cool. That would be pretty. That's neat. true. Ambient occlusion effects being a natural exi- being a natural part of his existence is great. That is pretty sweet. But so bad guys kind of like looking around like, and we hear a screech, and bad guy turns around, it zooms in on his face, and then we see Godai and Ichijo, and Godai has detransformed, and they're staggering through the woods, leaning on each other, and they see a massive. Pillar of electricity come up and start sparking into the air and blowing wind all around. Yeah, that could also be the lightning that does the thing with the darkness. Yep. But uh, once the wind dies down, they start. Once the wind dies down, the film grain goes away and it gets a bit lighter again. So Dagava has left, I imagine. And they go searching. And oh, hey, what? Hey, Ichijo, does that blood that dropped up on you? Oh, hey, there's there's Bat Guy. He's just in this tree. Oh, he fell out of the tree. Wow, he's dead. Like, dead, dead, dead. He's super dead. Really dead. 
the episode named after him is the episode he died in. Yep. He finally so I did guess, something. Dying. I guess Dog. I guess Dogova kicked it. You can't be Dogova. Yeah, and then the episode just. It, and then they kind of just pan out, and the episode's done. It's a slow zoom out of uh, Godai and Ichijo. Godai looking down at Batman's body, and Ichijo looking out into the woods, and it's just a slow, quiet zoom out. End of the episode. Yep, it's great. Then we go on to episode twenty-four. This you mean is forty. Yes, that's what you I said. said. Twenty-four. No, I didn't. You Chris, did. you did say twenty-four. <laughs> It's a lie. We're not going that far back. <laughs> I'm uh, King Crimson it. I said 40. No. Yep. No. But, uh... So, episode 40, which is Impulse? Yep. I think? It is Impulse. Yep. Impulse. Which is a really up. good Gundam design. It is. Opens up on Godai making curry. Yep. And, we're just uh, not going to acknowledge the end of last episode. No, we're not. Not yet. He put Kuga on his apron as well. Yes. Owner comes down. It's very early in the morning. It's 846. And Owner has this little conversation with Godai like, So, you seem kind of energetic today. Are you, uh, did you find a girlfriend? No. And Godai makes boyfriend, a dumb joke. uncle. And he's like, so you... S- you're not going out on any adventures. And Godai points to the Kuga emblem on his chest. He's like, well, this adventure isn't over yet. It was... And Goner was like, was that... Was that singer? Did they do adventures? (laughs) Yeah, for a second there, I'm like, is Uncle finally going to figure it out? No. No. Nope. Uh, That, or he has already figured it out and is being purposefully uh, obscure just to give Godai a sense of normality. Yeah, I could see either or. That would be interesting. He even makes the comment of, if you want to go on an adventure, you can leave at any time. The owner makes the statement. Yep. But yes, then that, that's the go. That's where Godai says, I have a lot. Of, I have to do my best on this adventure. And he's pointing to the Kuga emblem. Yep. Then we cut to the police talking about murder. Where? Yeah. And um, just- it makes it makes me think that there was like a break in production for the show because a lot of people have haircuts. Oh, maybe. Like Sasayama is Sasayama has super short hair now. Wait, no, I think that's not Sasayama cuz like it's also like is it dyed not a different color if that's the case. Well, then where's Sasayama in this episode? And she was the, she's the radio operator, right? Who's this new lady? I think it's a new lady. You know, wait, that isn't is that not I don't think that's Sasayama. Sasayama I think it is. looks a little No, it is Sasayama. Her. Her voice is the same. Are you sure? Huh. Maybe? I'm not sure. Because, like, she would have had, no, like, I'm... also dyed her hair? Maybe? I don't know. The, okay, then where's Sasayama? That's my question, then. Maybe Doing something I... else. Yeah. But, uh... Huh. There can be other, oh, other well. woman cops. Maybe. They haven't ever showed up before, but uh, maybe. No, it does show her at the state... Man, that... I don't like your haircut. All right, but yes, the cops are having a conversation about the fact that, uh, so 
this new creature was able to kill four times as many people as the first as we've killed in nine months. So Kuga has defeated 40 in nine months. Yep. And they've killed like 120. 160. In a week. A lot. It's nuts. Yeah. And they just have this conversation in like, man, what's going on? But maybe after they finish killing each other, they'll kill all the humans. But this is weird. And everyone looks very frustrated. But nothing is resolved because that's how the cops work in Kuga. Yep. <laughs> so I I was clicking around the wiki for for Sasiyama to maybe go into that the hair change thing, but I didn't. But I did learn that she was um, the Yellow Ranger in, in Mega Ranger. Ooh, neat. Huh. And so we go to. Oh no, that's just dry ice smoke on the ground. Never mind. Um. We go to the Grongi where uh Crafter, who's got this neat like necklace and he's wearing John Lennon sunglasses, is uh like apparently making one of the belt buckles that the Grongi wear that then explode when they die. Yeah. And the Rose Woman asks him to finish it before the next Gageru ends. And she has gone through a wardrobe yep, change as she well. She has right? a red dress now. She has finally changed out of her wedding thing. Wedding dress thingy. She, she's, she's gone to form three. Yep. And uh, she just says, comes in and says, hey, finish this before the next Gageru's done. Okay, bye. Wait, th- so this guy is the same guy as Bandana Guy from previous episodes? Uh... I think he he's the same guy as the one in the last episode who was on the ground with the claws and was shining them. Yeah. Okay. And I think he's I think he's been the one that's been shrouded and taught it like enshrouded in shadows. Okay. Okay. I gotcha. When not when they were not in Nagano. I think. I'm not a hundred percent. And then we cut back to Pole Pole where Godai learns that Nana is auditioning today for a thing. Yeah, she's got an audition that she's excited about. And it's about one, she'll be back about 1 p.m. Yep. And then there's like a little scene where it shows her walking into the place or whatever and getting ready. Yes. Or not getting ready, it's Enokita that's getting ready. Yeah, it shows Nana walking into the audition. Then it cuts to Enokita's house where she is frantically putting a bunch of, like, super thick hundreds of pages reports into a carrying... Folder. Those poor trees. Yeah, so she, and then she, she's calling Ishijo, is like, hey, so I'm running late, so you guys can start without me. Uh, I'll get there when I can. Uh, okay, bye. And then her mother gives her shit about not doing that paper craft book. Yeah, and, and Akita is, of course, like, hey, I, I, I'll do it when I have time. Saving the world. With these unidentified, I, I don't have time with these unidentified life forms. I'm sorry, mom. Did you want to get melted by acid? <laughs> Did you did you want to get blown up or hit by one of those giant rocks? No. I gotta do work. I gotta save people. I mean, she has a point, but man, I feel bad for her kid. Like, this, this is a bad situation. Right. I love her casual clothes. Her pants and that jacket look super comfy. Yeah. I need to get some new lounge pants. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, keep that in so it's a to-do... A to- item for you when you listen to it <laughs> okay uh so we go back to the cops who are of course trying to figure out 
hey, where's, let's try and figure out where number zero is going to appear. But why? Our guns, um, they do nothing. <laughs> we got it. We're repairing the, the Beat Chaser 2000 at the moment. Yep. Because we want to do that to whiten the uh, search thing. And they're like, well, we just got to have the citizens be on guard. Because let's just warn the citizenry that at some point in time, there might be an alien that appears and start massacring people. That's fine. Watch out for any evil murderers. Yep. And then Godai calls in. Yeah, Godai call. I love that Godai's like, hello, this is, he's just calling over the radio and everyone in the room is like, who, where is this? Where is this strange, happy voice coming from? And I love how ever like Godai is just the happy go lucky. Hey, we all got to work together. We got to be doing things. I want to make sure everyone is healthy. And everyone in the cop room is doing these big smiles like, ah, Godai. Ah. They are. It's pretty great. It's very cute. It's very cute. We have the nice piano music that plays whenever something emotionally happy is happening. And it's like, oh, so cute. And it's all good feelings. It's very, I think it's just the reaffirmation of the police. Like, yeah, do it for Godai. Yeah, we have to protect Godai's smile. <laughs> and then we cut to an airport with a uh, nerd laptop lady and co yeah she's just tapping something away on her computer and scarf guy comes up and he's like so 243 in one go that's pretty good they're like that's pretty easy <laughs> and she's like yeah well you know i just don't want to use my full power right now i'm gonna save that for the final game are you gonna challenge dagava when you when you're done and then she goes and walks off into a plane she 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 walks off to where rose woman is and then it cuts again where it does a bit of editing where she's in a bright white walking towards right rose woman yeah. who is in like a portal this episode is it's shot a weird, super weird yeah it's a weird shot i I think it's supposed to imply of like, look, here she is walk getting up to the next level. She's walking into the light where only uh, the Rose Woman was before. Mm-hmm. And it's a level higher. Maybe because like she does succeed her goal. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she doesn't put as many stupid restrictions on herself as all the other Gronky does. It's just like, I'll just take down a plane. <gasps> That's why she's the nerdy one. <laughs> right. Yep. And then uh, Ichijo goes to meet Sakurako. Anikita's running t- late. Got time to come up with a stupid box-based theme? Man, that subtweet. And we're at uh, we're at the research lab. Yep. Ichijo shows up. Anikita's coming, and then Godai climbs through a window. And I like I like the. It feels like Godai is out of practice climbing up there. Because he seems more out of breath than he's ever, like, the first time he did this, where he just kind of sh- snuck up behind Sock Rock and was like, right. whereas this time he climbs up and is stumbling all around like, man, oh, that was a climb. Wow. <laughs> Which is weird. You'd think he'd just be stronger in general. Right. <laughs> and then they mentioned, like, his exit is different. I don't know if that went anywhere or they were just fucking around. I don't know. I think they're making a, making a joke. I don't... This is so weird. But uh, then Godai learns that, hey, so that lint that your Kuga symbol? He's learning more about the Kuga symbol being maybe Garangi. And uh, 
having four horns. And this is where Kuga re- uh, reveals that when he was fighting uh, the porcupine. Yeah, number 42, he reflects to like the high school kids that committed suicide and how angry he was at things. And he, he felt the hatred from that build up in him. And it gave him the power boost that allowed him to defeat the porcupine. And he would have kept going if it wasn't for Ichijo and Sugita being there. Yes, and then he he made the comment that once he had defeated the porcupine and that he had exploded, uh, all the th- scenes we had seen of Black Kuga were actually visions yeah. that Godai was having. And they had four horns. Yes. Because the symbol looks like the, the mask thing. Yeah. He makes the comment that, oh, so I guess Kuga and number zero are the same. Uh, I promise I won't use the power of hatred to fight anybody. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, okay. I, I, I know how this works now, so I just won't do it. In the future, he used the power of hatred. You don't, I don't know if that's true, that. but... It seems like he already probably knew some of this, or suspected it. Yeah, a little bit. And they're talking about how the spring... They, Sakurako makes the comment that the with the spring that the Linto are talking about is probably compassion. And when that when your compassion for other people dries up is when you when the sun goes Which out. Which is another confirmation that it's never going to happen cuz Godai has so much compassion. <laughs> yeah, it'll never ever ever happen. Everything's fine. Everything will go great. And then he downs his coffee and he's like, "I'll have another." Yeah, he he does the he acts does the stereotype stereotypical Japanese slam uh slam a beer, smack it down, and ask for another. Except it's coffee, and then Anikita shows yep. up. He's like, "Oh God, I'm so, I'm so late. I'm sorry." Oh jeez, she's like, "Here are these sweet papers." I here is all this. Here here are these compiled reports about the entirety of Kuga with the parts that Godai wouldn't understand taken out. <laughs> yeah. And I love Elso. She she shows up and she busts in the room. And is like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm so late. And Sakurako, Ichijo, and Godai all just kind of turn to her and give a thumbs up. And she gives an awkward <laughs> thumbs, she's back, like, thumbs up. Back. And she's like, is 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 that how I do? Is this it? And then she mentions that she also studied at that university as well. Well, it was first, definitely making me wonder. Like, wait, one of Godai's two thousand skills isn't a robust understanding of physical sciences? No. Apparently not. No. Now, first we got to go to the air traffic controller. Oh yeah, who are who are getting a call from an airline in English? Who are in English? Who are like? So I have passed. There are passengers behind me that are screaming, and I see something weird. Help! And the air traffic controllers. Uh, he stops. He stops transmitting. So the air traffic controller is like, okay, yeah, no, this is an emergency. Get the police. Yep. An alarm starts going off. And then we cut to Pole Pole, where Nana walks in very sad. It's obvious she didn't get the part. And then Uncle goes up to start talking to her. The audition didn't go well. And then it cuts back to Juno University, where Anakita is explaining. Anakita is chatting with... uh, Ichijo or Godai and Sakurako is like, oh yeah, no, I win here. I was a student here too. Hey, do you remember this? You remember this professor with the? I think she's doing like with the unibrow. Yeah, she's mar- marking with her finger. 
mother, she's like, oh, well, haha, this, yes, this is all fun, but I was late. I was already late. So let's, let's sit down and go after, go over this hundreds of pages report about the entirety of Kuga and all of his abilities and his physical entirety. Oh, I've broken it down to an atomic level and understood how you transform and how you transform stuff into different things. It's nuts. Yeah. Also, the Gronky could possibly do the color change thing. Watch out for that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it just makes the, they make the theory that, so, because Godai and, or because Kuga and the Grongi are basically, like, the same race, there might be Grongi that can do the color change. So watch out for that. That's a Chekhov's gun that's gonna just sit on the table forever and nobody's ever gonna fire it. Yep. <laughs> ever. Yep, ever. Nope. And then, and then Ishida just call, gets called about 44 and told about the whole thing. And he's like, how many yes. people? 243, that exact number that the Grungi was talking about before? Yeah. I I love the fact, he's like, Sugita calls, he's like, number 44 is called an incident. What's the location? The sky. What? <laughs> it's great. Makes me feel like Ace Combat is going to start playing. Oh man, that'd be great. And apparently something happened to the plane after it had left the airport. And it didn't crash, but the pilot is just kind of circling around, trying to find a place for an emergency landing. Which is weird, because why didn't the pilot die? Because he wasn't part of the 243. I guess. And then we cut back to Nana, who's being really dark. Because she yes. just wants to kill she, someone. She, she's, she asks owner, have you ever hated so somebody so much that you wanted to kill them? So, I understand this is supposed to be a parallel to the to like the whole like dark Kuga thing. But yeah, it's just but really weird. This, she has... I mean, I guess she's been talking up this audition for at least five or six, a, a good number of episodes. And so I can understand it. It's just, she's never, well, no, now that I'm thinking about it and talking through it to myself, she was super immediate, like totally on the Godai train. Like, oh yeah, I want to jump on Godai. Woo woo, ride it. Woo woo woo. So maybe she's just super passionate and just is, goes to extremes of emotion. Maybe uh, she might just be young, you know. Also, that, that is also it. <laughs> More importantly, it's probably also parallel to what they were talking about before. Yeah. So then Godai and Ichijo are driving over to the bay that Number Forty Four was seen escaping. Yeah, towards. Godai's like, "I need your gun." And so he does. I I so thought Ichijo was gonna. I knew he wasn't gonna hit him with his car, but like Godai does this. I'm gonna turn and screech the stop. So that Ichijo can do a super cool sliding stop next to me, hand me his gun, and Godai zooms off to go shoot, shoot the bad Oh yeah, ass. and it shows the Grungi, they mentioned that the Grungi jumped out and is now in the water, which is why they're heading over to the watery place. Yeah, and she is, she is shooting through the water at high speed. Yeah. Like, holy crap. I, I'm wondering, I'm interested to see what type of animal she is. Indeed. So then Godai shows up at the dock or wherever it is, and he's holding the gun. He's being Kamen Rider gun for a little bit. And he's he turns he turns in red form and just has the Kamen Rider or Mighty Form with the gun is so good. It, it, it's secretly the best form. It is is Kamen Rider gun is the best Kamen Rider. <laughs> <laughs> but uh we hear a high pitched ringing. And it starts doing like the, oh, we're going to cut to seeing this guy in white. And I cut to it and it goes like, and it's really, really high pitched. Yeah. 
and it's like the screen is going white and flashing and it's oh who is this strange mysterious person with the dog tags and it is in all white i don't know end of episode it's godai it looks just like godai it looks a bit like godai it's it's number 0 or it's godai i think it's godai from the future or it's it's uh it's Zio come back to get the. It's Common co- Rider Decade watch. come to kill him. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Common Rider Decade. <laughs> that's so good. But yeah, and then that's co- that's episode forty and. Whoa, stuff's happening. Yeah, a lot yeah. of stuff is happening. I we got ten episodes left, and we're gonna be done with Kuga, and I'm sad. Are there gonna be any movies? No, you said there weren't movies for Kuga, right? Yeah, there's no Kuga movie. Which is sad. But I kind of understand, like, if, if they finish the storyline with these Garagi, then yeah, I don't know what movie they, well, they don't know what the storyline of a movie I mean, would be. technically, Kuga shows up in, like, an episode of Wizard. That's cool. Look forward to Wizard. Uh, Wizard! Yeah? But, uh, that should be it. That's an episode. That is an episode. Yep. Man. I kind of... I don't want to get Kuga's driver now. I want to. I kind of want to get the Amazon. There was a CSM recently done. You could probably still find it. Yeah, probably. It'd be expensive. And it comes though. with. The, I need to find. It. It comes what? with the Ichijo cell phone. Oh man, that's good. That's real good. It is. <sighs> All right. So let's let's get us out of here. All right. Well, this is. A podcast located on the internet at open the Google sh- sheet that has the outro in it. This has been Journey Through the DuckCast. We're a podcast on the internet located at journeythroughducktcast.com. On the website, you'll find links to the network's Twitter at Ricefall FM, along with uh, mine and Chris's, because Evan doesn't have a Twitter. Um, if if nope. you'd like to dispute anything we've said or ask a question, our email is journeythroughducktcast at gmail.com. We should be back next week with a new episode, Shard, discussing whatever we decide to discuss. Zio, Gagaga, who knows? Something Toku related. This this show is slowly turning into, hey, let's watch a Toku show. (laughs) And sometimes Kuga. And sometimes the main main thesis. Yeah, I'm fine with that. It's cool. But uh, yeah. (sighs) All right. Good night, everybody. We'll be here next Saturday morning. Cartoon. Except not animated. <laughs> not yet. Man, I need to... S- I know it's not animated, but I need to see Common Rider Dragon Rider. Or Common Rider Dragon Knight? Yeah, Common Rider Dragon Knight. I need to download that and watch it, because American... Adapt adaptation of Common Rider. Yes, please. I'm like ninety percent sure it won the daytime Emmy. It was nominated for for a fight choreography. Oh, jeez, that's great. Really? Yeah. Uh, was it just that's a cool. dub? Was it a dub version of the show, or did they do the Power Rangers? No, thing it was replace a lot of it. It was actually a produced for American television. Yeah, Common they, Rider they show. took Ryuki and kind of redid it. Okay, so Ryuki's with Source and like. They, they changed a bunch of story stuff and things. It aired on, I, I think, on the CW? Yeah. For a bit, and then, like, it got canceled at the end, so they had to, like, air the last episodes online. But, uh, it got dumped recently, so, uh, 
If only they had waited until now. And that's pretty much everything the CW does. The episodes got all dumped online. So I'm not saying you should pirate that shit, but uh, it's not available for streaming anywhere, so... One of the actors was like, just just go ahead, you have my blessing. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a Twitter post the other day, I remember seeing that. Yep. Garrett's probably going to make us watch uh, SSSS Gridman at some point, right? I, I really fine. like SSSS Gridman. Yeah. We'll probably watch an animated thing yeah. at some point, and then we'll be Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll just be like, all right, well, now we can just watch Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. Saturday morning toku cereal. And then we'll just groan as we watch through all of Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. Oh, boy. Be a good time. That's what you think. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Goodbye, everybody. Chris, are you going to say your goodbye thing? Uh, I didn't have anything for today. I'm I'm tired. Okay. Well, we're just a passing through podcast. Remember that.